Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Coyote Oashika. Coyote is a starting offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bowl football team as one of the top returning players in the MAC as he was named second team all-conference last season. Coyote, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Not a problem. Glad to be here. To start, Coyote, I know we're in a unique situation right now with the coronavirus. We talked about before the idea that you guys don't have a set date on when you're going back. But just throughout this entire offseason, what have you been working on to get yourself prepared for your senior season? Uh, I've been working on a lot of stuff, uh, hands, quickness and feet quickness and get off speed uh, on both sides of the line. Um, I'm lucky I have a garage with a full weight room, basically from dumbbells to a bar and a rack and everything. So squatting and lifting has been going good, but just uh, watching a lot of NFL tape, um, watching a lot of film with coaches, trying to add stuff to the game and uh, get better. Coyote, your sophomore season, you, um, helped pave the way for um, a rushing attack that rushed for over 2,600 yards. But your junior season, they rushed for more than 3,200 yards. What did you do your junior season that was different from your sophomore season? I got in the film room a lot more my junior year. I really studied our opponents a lot more. And as a cohesive offensive line, you know, we got together and really uh, took in a lot of external things to help make us better players overall. Um, we looked at that year, especially coming off of that first year, wanting to attack that MAC championship mentality, having lost it the year prior. So we were all dedicated and started working right from the jump to make the best out of the last season we had. Thinking about your offense, specifically the running back duo, Kevin Marks, Jared Patterson, who we had on the podcast, what's it been like having them in your backfield and being able to block for them over the course of your career? Oh, it's been great. Uh, Jared Patterson and Kevin Marks are both outstanding players, as uh, you guys all know. Um, they see the field uh, a very specific way, unique way, and it's always great to hear what they're thinking and bounce ideas back with Jared and Kevin. Yeah, they're definitely great players, definitely hard workers. Having them as the rushers makes our jobs a lot easier because we know even if we don't get the job fully done, you know they're still able to make guys miss and just attack fully with with the confidence that they will be able to score and do what they got to do as we will do what we have to do. And can you describe your relationship with Kevin and Jarrett? Our relationship's strong. You know, running back from the line, we always get, that's uh, just natural to be, have a strong relationship because um, we're protecting them in their run game and stuff like that. So, you know, Jarrett, hang out with Jarrett a lot. Um, and, uh, just like I talked about earlier, being able to bounce ideas about football, watch film outside of practice and stuff like that. And the same thing with Kevin, just to get a sense of what they're looking at and what I can do better for them. And the same thing, likewise, of what they can do to help set up blocks better for us and stuff like that. So relationships strong. They're great people, outstanding players. And, you know, they're, they're my brothers at the end of the day. Talking about relationships, you being one of the anchors on a very talented offensive line, how important do you think it is for success, in addition to the running back group, to have a strong relationship with the tight ends, quarterbacks, receivers, in order to be a successful offense? I think it's very important. You know, I actually just got off the field right now with two tight ends, just pitching ideas on how they see things and blocking schemes. Uh, I was out there with Taylor Riggins, defensive end, who was just helping us out. and. It's very important to have a strong relationship with the tight ends. The QB, at the end of the day, it's his calls as well. 
having a strong relationship with Kyle Ventris, who took over from Matt Myers is key. You know, he was my roommate uh, about during that sophomore year. So strong relationship with all of them, being cohesive as a unit, watching film together, really studying the game and understanding what each other's thinking is it shows in their offenses and in that rushing yards as far as the offensive line and run back and, and running backs go for relationships. And I think it really paves the way to just how to connect you are and how much better you can do on the field if you're a strong cohesive unit like that. We also had your teammate, uh, not only Jared Patterson on, but Malcolm Kuntz, one of the top defensive ends in the MAC, going up against him in practice. What is that like, and how does that make you a better player? Uh, Malcolm's my boy. Uh, definitely makes you a better player every day. You know, we love pitching. Anytime one of us gets a win or something like that, we're like, we always come back together and talk. Like, so how come you beat me on that one or the other way around? Um, he's definitely a great competitor, outstanding athlete. Uh, he's getting the recognition that he deserves. And yeah, just having them, him and Taylor Riggins on both sides, both DMs working with the tackles helps us a lot. Um, seeing good, great competition every day uh, just only betters you seeing how they go against us every day for now two, three years, seeing what our weaknesses are and how we can get better and the same thing likewise for them. Coyote, over the course of your career, we know going up against two of the best edge rushers in the country. In what ways have you, your practice habits and what you take away from going up against top tier players in what ways do you take away more from practice and then try and translate that into the game? Definitely watching film. We have a great uh, opportunity here that we watch film right on our phones or right in the big screen right after practice is done. It takes about 10 minutes. So usually if there's a lot of errors that happen that day uh, on either side, you know, me and Malcolm and me and Taylor, we always talk about it, always say why it happened with either your foot connection in the ground or maybe a hand that I put in the wrong place. And he'll tell me how he could beat me on that play and help me get better so it doesn't happen in the game days. And I think it's very crucial because having a strong relationship as a tackle with the DNs uh, just makes both of you better. Just having that strong competition just at the end of the day helps both of us. And we've seen the talent that's come from this Buffalo football program. Khalil Mack, Damon Harris, who just won the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. How has their success in the NFL motivated you and made you realize that you have a shot at playing in the NFL someday? Definitely motivates me as I see teammates like Damone uh, come back and, you know, having played on the same team as him and, you know, just seeing the success that he's having and having him, you know, explain some stuff to me that I don't necessarily know and saying, like, encouraging me, saying I have a real, real chance and, it's extremely motivating. It makes me work harder and harder every day. And uh, seeing guys like that makes me so happy for them and their careers and keep pushing as we got new guys like Evan Kazarjak and Ladarius Mack that were teammates of mine last year going in with the Falcons and with the Bears. It's, it's extremely motivating. It challenges us to be better every day um, just to go after our dreams and go after our goals. Both of them play in games after the season, Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl, Collegiate Bowl, the list goes on of all the different bowl games that you have to showcase your talent. Are you working towards being able to participate in one of those? Are they in the back of your mind right now? Uh, I'm right now just focusing on strength and being the best player I can be. Uh, I'd be blessed to go to any one of those games if the opportunity uh, comes forward. But right now we're focused on, you know, training right now as a team and a unit. And then uh, once we can get back, focusing on winning that MAC championship, and I think the rest will fall into place. And you had mentioned MAC Championship, uh, Coyote. What do you feel that this Buffalo football team next season has to do to come out victorious and win the MAC? I think we have to do exactly what we're doing right now, which is, you know, stay in focus, not letting 
the, this epidemic, you know, keep us from working hard and getting better and finding new ways to add to our games as players, offense, defense, special teams, uh, staying in hot communication with each other just to get better and remind each other of our goal. And I think that with the players we do have that are very dedicated, as I've seen over this time and month where we got a few practices in before the break happened. And I think that we're in a good spot and we'll continue to push. And as soon as we get back, we'll keep it rolling. We'll be in a good position there and go after that championship. Being a senior and one of the leaders on this team, what ways are you helping them out as they get acclimated to the collegiate game? Uh, I help out a lot. You know, there's a lot of guy, young guys, especially in the tackle position right now. Um, you know, like I say, even now we have Zoom calls set up that I'm going with young guys, uh, Kalen Shepard, Alon Scherer, younger tackles that are, you know, new to college football and have been working and improving their game. And, you know, just getting filmed with them, getting workouts with them. Some of them meet me at the field and just learning things that I can pass on to them and just trying to better their game because at the end of the day, they're going to carry on after I'm gone and just making them a better player also helps me become a better player as I'm teaching technique and teaching scheme. It helps me make sure I'm on my P's and Q's learning the scheme and uh, keeping that information in my head and steady. So helping them is, uh, is a blessing to me both ways as it is to them as well so they can learn and, you know, go take strides with their game. Coyote, uh, sophomore year, you helped the offense uh, reduce um, the number of sacks that's program low to 15 sacks. The next year, you lowered it to eight sacks. Uh, in terms of numbers, sacks, penalties, what are your goals for next season? Uh, our goals, honestly, in both of those seasons, we didn't have a set number. Like, we want to have less than five, we want to have less than ten. Our goal is just to be the best offensive line that we can be and strive to be the best one in the country. You know, we had a great leader in James O'Hagan that first year at center. Um, and he was a great leader, and I learned a lot from him in leadership as uh, motivating off of the line to get to be the best player you can. And the next year, followed the same way that kind of took the reins, and we'll continue to do that in the same next year coming up as we have a lot of younger guys like Gabe Wallace and Mike Novinsky coming up, Jacob Gall, who has some experience. And we'll try and just be the best players we can. And at the end of the day, the numbers will show what we, how much dedication we have had in this offseason and stuff like that. So we're hoping to, always happy to break numbers, but it's really just about being the best players we can. Early on in your career, Coyote, we know where you're at today, but during that redshirt season, what did you work on? And were there any guys, whether it be a coaches or players, that helped you get adjusted and make that transition from high school to college? Um, that would definitely be James O'Hagan at center. You know, even though he was playing center, he taught me like the how college being a college football player works. You know, the film study, the learning of techniques, the watching NFL film, guys that are similar in your size, taking things away from it. But then after that, you know, Evan Kazarzak, he plays offensive tackle. He actually hosted me on my visit when I came here. And uh, he would, you know, work with me at tackle. Another guy, David Goldsby, was a right tackle at the time. He would work with me and then just learning as much information from older guys as I could. And Daryl like Pulse is now at NIU. Uh, he installed a lot of technique in me and just learning because at high school, I was more of an athletic guy, but not uh, versed in the technical things of being an offensive lineman. So it was a process. And that redshirt year is very beneficial for me to learn and get stronger and become the player that I am now. Would you recommend taking a redshirt year to incoming freshmen for like on like any team? Uh, as an offensive lineman, I definitely think it is to your advantage um, taking that year to just learn, get stronger, perfect your craft, learn new things and technique-wise, 
um, and just get used to college and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, the older you are, the wiser you are as you go through experience and having another year just to gain strength and get used to college training and all of that can really help your game go far. So I would recommend it for sure. Coyote win. You went to Buffalo from Minnesota. Besides the weather, there's a lot of differences. What went into that decision to choose to play at Buffalo? And what was the overall recruiting process like for you out of high school? Uh, honestly, choosing Buffalo for me was honestly about the place. You know, the people in Minnesota are known for being Minnesota nice and being great people. And I felt that same way when I got to Buffalo, when my family came with me out here to visit. Um, the coaching staff that recruited me and just a genuineness I felt from them and me seeing a future for me here just to really work on my game. You know, I, I didn't have a lot of uh, or any Big Ten offers or a lot of high offers. I had Iowa State at the time, but that fell through. So coming to Buffalo became an easy decision just really to accept where I'd be comfortable and focus on what I could do with uh, people that I knew really cared about me. Coyote, how do you feel Buffalo is pre- preparing you best for the future? Um Honestly, Buffalo, in a general sense, has prepared me to be a better man every day. Um, they care about you off the field as well as on the field. And on the field, they take care of you as well, really teaching you technique and making sure you're getting training, learning nutrition, having sessions to help you set up and have a successful life as a man. And uh, I'm really happy I definitely came here. Um, and it's it's shown to prove going from a freshman to now looking back at what we had to what we have now that they're genuine and cared about improving the place for people that were growing up through here, you know, building an indoor, getting a fueling station where there's a complete access to food at any time, something we didn't have uh, originally. And now it's just great to have both those things and they've really uh, put into their players here. And I'm proud to be one of those players that they put into. Coyote academic side of things what have you been studying in school and for life after football do you have any career aspirations uh yeah i'm a major in business school uh dual concentration of marketing and finance Um, i've always been interested in business my dad's in business uh, has his own business in minnesota all hopes incorporated um that's kind of my goals after let's say football and 10 years from now five years now two years from now is help out with the family business will take what I've learned from Buffalo, a great educational institution, and apply my business skills to help grow that business. And, uh, yeah, it's always been a passion of mine. Um, always something I've been looking forward to, uh, carry my business skills after college. Coyote, last year, capping the season on a high note, defeating Charlotte in the, a bowl game. How are you using that performance um, as momentum going into next season? Uh, I think it carried strongly. You know, we performed very well that game. Um, guys were very motivated and very looking on to this next season that we attack spring ball uh, in a very successful manner, in a very aggressive manner, and in the, in with the MAC championship, MAC championship mindset that uh, that's where we're going. So that really carried into spring ball for us. I know a lot of teams out there didn't get those first few weeks of spring ball, but we were able to. So seeing the new pieces and the younger guys that stepped up and all that was great for our team. And I think it's going to carry over tremendously as we get back into it in the summer and have great summer workouts and prepare for fall camp and this fall season. In addition to the play on the field, the mental aspect of things is so important. And you've talked a little bit about fail. How have 
your film studying habits changed? And in a sense, how have they gotten better over the course of your football career at Buffalo? Um, definitely gotten better. I'm just seeing, you know, I talked about James O'Hagan, seeing different perspectives on how film can be watched. I'd say in high school, you know, I watched film kind of like a fan, just watching NFL teams and seeing, but now understanding the technique, understanding scheme, really watching film and seeing tendencies and stuff like that has grown me into the player that I am because I didn't understand those things when I was a first, second year player, but now as a third year, fourth, about to be fourth year player, like it really makes uh, a big difference in your game, being able to understand how they're trying to attack you as the person who understands his weaknesses and as an offense who understands the offensive weaknesses as well as a defensive schemer. So it's been a, it's been a journey. Uh, definitely want to win trade for the world. Glad that I've been able to <clears throat> definitely learn and become more advanced at that. I'm excited to potentially become even more advanced as I know there's still a lot to learn in film study in that aspect. Eddie, is there an underclassman, a freshman or sophomore in the Buffalo football program that hasn't gotten the media attention yet, but has stood out to you as someone who should be on track radars pretty soon? Uh, definitely, I'm going to go with center Mike Novinsky. Um, he's that, he had a great first season being thrown right after James O'Hagan to play center. Um, his film study is outstanding. He watches more film than I have as much film as I do now, but as a freshman going into that season and now currently. So having him come from a tight end, moved in the center, gained some weight, really bought into the weight room and had the performance he's had, I'm really excited for his future. And I think that with if he stays the way he is, which he will, and progresses even further and listens to his coaches, listens to his mentors, and really believes and trusts in himself that he can have a great, great career. Hey, Odie. Now, for those who don't know, what would you say are your strengths as an offensive tackle? As far as strength, I would say uh, foot speed and technique things. You know, I love uh, working a lot of technique. Uh, I'm not, and part of my game that's weak is really the brute strength uh, dominating type of tackle that I've been adding strength to myself to become, but Originally, with the technique side of things, that's what I really bought into when I got to college. And uh, that's what I'd say a strength as opponents have told me, is like you're a technician type of thing. So I'd say that's one of the strengths. Coyote, do you have a favorite memory from your collegiate career so far? Definitely going into the MAC championship game, without a doubt. Uh, we had had an unbelievable season with, you know, Tyree Jackson, Anthony Johnson, Chuck Harris. Arrogance. All of us were on the same page going into that game, and we didn't get the outcome that we wanted. But just before the game, being in Detroit, going into that game, it was a brotherhood that I know has carried on and will carry on for life as uh, we went into that game and played our house start for sure. What would you want, Coyote, for scouts, GMs, future coaches to know about who they're getting in yourself in the locker room? I've been molded, added the opportunity to be molded into a leader now. Uh, that's who I stand as. That's the standard I have for myself as a leader. Uh, I was able to, I believe to be a leader, you had to be a follower first and learn how to be a leader. And now that's who I see myself as, as a leader. And uh, if I was talking to scouts or GMs directly, you know, it's a person who acts a professional um, in the sense that, you know, we have what's called the standard of being a pro at the University of Buffalo. And it's, taking care of things off the field as well as on the field, you know, on time is late and early is on time and 
always taking notes. That's just the type of person that I've been culture grown into being and as opposed to person I'm proud to be now. Hypothetical question. If you could be trained by one player currently in the NFL or retired, would it be and why? Honestly, when it comes to training, I love to accept any training from anywhere. I wouldn't say I have any specific person you know, that I've watched and really idolized as an offensive lineman. But when it comes to training and learning new information, I'm accepting from anywhere and everywhere, whether you play, whether you play D3 football, whether you <laughs> are, you know, some, have a dad who used to play football and you've got some things you want to share, I'll definitely take it all in, all in and try to utilize in my game if I think it's effective because I feel like you're always learning as an offensive lineman. There's never a point where, you are the ultimate teacher. I feel like everyone has something that they can learn from somebody else. So my answer to that is pretty much everywhere. In addition to the training, you watch a lot of film of NFL players. Are there anyone in particular that you like to watch or take pieces of their game and add them to yours? I watch a lot of Tyrone Smith. <laughs> I watch a lot of Tyrone Smith. Uh, I like love his pass set and for them to try to add my own game. Definitely pieces that with him being a freak in size and stuff like that, that I haven't been, that I can't just simply copy, but definitely things that I tried to add to my own game, just the way that he plays, that I've tried to become an expert in technique and the way and a technician that he is. And now I'm working on the brute strength factor that he has that I need to continue to dominate and be a dominant offensive tackle. Hey, for our last question, for any rising high school football player, what is the best use of advice you could give to them? best piece of advice I could give to them would be to just trust in yourself and, you know, trust in the process, uh, lean on your family, um, anyone who is a father figure or father, um, and just believe in yourself at the end of the day, you know, um, you're in this process and recruiting process. It's going to be a long one, but trust in yourself and trust in your decisions. Um, and yeah, believing yourself is a very powerful thing. And, uh, even if you, let's say don't end up at the greatest school or the biggest school with the most attention, believing in yourself and working through the program and trusting in the program can still make you the, a great player and make you someone that you're proud to be and someone that still has a chance to go to the next level. That was Coyote Oashika. We really appreciate your time and insight and best of luck next season. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And, uh, you guys stay safe uh, with this coronavirus and all that's going on. Definitely, you too.